Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I am so beyond excited for this week's very special interview. My longtime um, associate, client, awesome friend, Lindsay Phillips. She is a superstar. Let me introduce her professionally, and then I'll screw it up with my own <laughs> version of intro. Lindsay Phillips is a serial entrepreneur, a self-professed, organizational-free client appointed taskmaster, which is awesome. She gets your stuff done. Plus, she is a project ninja and warrior content marketer for life and business coaches, accountants, and other online entrepreneurs literally across the globe, which is so cool from where she started. As the CEO and founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth and Smooth and the Smooth Business Growth Podcast, which is 15 minutes of pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle. Awesome name. She leads a rock star team to support entrepreneurs who are seeking fast paced business growth, but finally have come to real to the realization that they can't do it alone. That is super hugely important. So my own version of Lindsay Phillips, I was introduced to her probably about eight years ago through my longtime assistant, Kate Bradbury. They're, they're both um, North of the border, as I say, from Canada. Mm-hmm. Eh? And, um, she started working for me doing some project work. And I mean, just not everything I t- asked her to do, knocked it out of the park. And I quickly asked her and gave her more and more stuff. And then she started her own business and came to a DBA, started coaching with me. She runs a, a, a phenomenal organization right now. I think last I checked, she had like 12 or 15 team members, literally helping clients all over the globe. It's just been such a fun ride. Lindsay? I'm so excited to talk to you today. Oh, that was a nice introduction. And I can't believe it's been eight years. Holy Hannah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where's the time go? When, you know, when you came to DBA in, in um, Philadelphia and I got a chance to meet your dad, your dad came down with you. I think he wanted to protect you south in the States. <laughs> and, um, and then you told me, you told me, Jim, I'm going to join your coaching program. I said, awesome. And then you didn't pull the trigger. And then you did it on the next DBA. Yeah. And I mean, what a ride it's been. And, and it's been everything that I think happens to a lot of people. I remember this one time when you were just like really trying to grow from one client to three. And then, and then all of a sudden, all the seeds you had been planting all started come to fruition and, and you, the, you started reaping the harvest and you got really nervous because growth started happening quickly. And I very gently and lovingly said, well, stop your crying. This is what you've been waiting <laughs> for. Do you remember that? Oh, I so do. <laughs> so it's just so much fun talking with you. Um, so tell everybody kind of what you're doing because how you started as a, you know, a VA with admin and stuff, you've really grown into a tremendous um, marketer focusing on content and, and helping other business owners, you know, create the content necessary to get themselves noticed. Give us a little bit of the backstory. For sure. I mean, yeah, I was just kind of introduced into the VA world, if you will, and loved it. Loved online marketing. There's so much to learn, so many nuances. And after a while, it's just, you know, growing can, it it just 
gets a little crazy. And it was like, oh my God, how can I scale my business? And there was a bunch of stuff that I was doing that I just honestly did not like. It stressed me out. And it was like, and there was areas of my business, especially with content marketing, where I was really rocking it for my clients. And I loved it. There's so much creative outlet in it. And I just found it fun. So I'm like, why am I doing this stuff that I don't like? <laughs> and it's scary to niche down. And I was like, basically, I'm going to say no to people. Like that kind of goes against your grain when you're trying to grow a business. But yeah, yeah, and did it and niche down and just focused on content marketing. Didn't want to do the VA, you know, your typical VA tasks anymore. And it was just created systems. I was able to hire more people, um, able to create packages for my clients. So obviously, you know, blogs, right? And video marketing and email marketing and sales funnels, social media, uh, podcast shows. Um, and yeah, it was just so much easier to scale and just be really successful and really focused. Yeah. What's cool about your story is you went from really just when I met you, you had two part-time jobs. You wanted to kind of dip your toe in the VA mm -hmm. pool, kind of what Kate was doing and some other friends you had. And, um, and that just started taking off. But at a couple points, I think, for most entrepreneurs, there's a point where you have to jump off the dock, so to speak, before you're ready. Like you had to leave one yeah. of your part-time jobs because you couldn't get the VA thing going quick enough, but the, yet the revenue hadn't matched the income. No. <laughs> and then you did that, and then you quit the other job. And I remember when you you had your business going fairly well, obviously not to what it is today, but there was a point where you did want to narrow down the niche and and really focus on content marketing. And that meant, as you said, saying no to certain mm -hmm. clients that were, were raising their hand saying, could you help me here? And you said, that's not what I'm doing. And that, that didn't happen for you overnight either. So you really, you've really shown a tremendous amount of courage. And I think a lot of people who are, who are in that, get themselves in that situation, they're wondering, well, when do I pull the trigger? And yeah. you've always, you've always managed to step up and pull the trigger and, and kind of ride it out. Well, I have a good coach <laughs> and I have a great mastermind that supports you, right? Like I believe in you, you can do it. And it's like, I don't know, I'm, I'm built that there's always like hope, right? And to me, it's like, if you take an action, you can't look back. You just have to look forward and you just have to figure it out. Right. And so if you're constantly looking forward, you make the decision and you're like, all right, come hell or high water, this is going to work. And you just make those action steps to get it done and figure it out. Then you, you can't help but not succeed, I think. You know, so one of the things you've done um, is moved away from a lot of admin tasks, yeah. which is kind of the, it's really the essence of the VA world, at least yeah. in my impression, how it got totally. started. And focusing on, you know, the content marketing, which has a lot to do with social media, blogging, et cetera. And um, you've really been able to apply a lot of what you do for your clients in your own business, which is always hard because it's like, you know, the cobbler's kids have the oh, worst. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally but, totally. Um, you know, you, you have really had a lot of success with your own podcast. I think you, you originally started with a half hour show. Mm -hmm. And then I seem to remember a conversation we had, I don't know if it was a year ago, I lose track, Lindsay, but you said, you know what? I'm tired of the half hour format. Who the hell said it has to be a half an hour? Yeah. And so many of your clients said, yeah, I'm just so starved for time. And so you kind of rebranded the small business growth podcast into 15 minutes of pure marketing. So what was that like? Was that really client driven or was it your own necessity of finding the time to do it? Yeah, it was kind of a bit of both. I was just kind of 
you know, you just kind of feel like something's not stale, but like you just need to change. And it's like, you know, really by the time I interviewed and you talk and sometimes it goes after 30 minutes, it's like, that's an hour of my time. And it's like, holy Hannah Batman. And it's like, <laughs> you know, how can I scale this better, but still be effective. And honestly, for me, I, I can't listen to long, long, long podcasts, like some are 45 to an hour. I'm like, holy. Um, and that's just me, right? I'm like, I want to get in. I want to get the goods. I want to get a few actionable steps and then, you know, bounce out. Um, so I'm like, okay, I really like that idea. Um, and there were a lot of naysayers that like, you know, you can't provide value in 15 minutes. I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> that is, I mean, naysayers, go away, <laughs> you know, you know, what's interesting about that is, um, what I teach people about book writing and things like that. What I have learned from when I wrote my first book in 2009 to the last couple, I think my average book was used to be about 190 to 210 pages in that range. My last book, I think was 110 pages. And one of the things I learned, I remember my editor said, you've got to put all the good stuff up front, like in the first one third, because yeah. most people that buy these books, they, oh man, you got to read this book. Oh, this is a great book. They read it and they never finish it. They're, you're, most people, it's been yeah. proven, don't get through the first one third. So that, that kept just needling me and I'm trying to figure out. And then when I wrote the last couple, I'm thinking, somebody asked me about, I, I can't remember exactly, Lindsay, but it was like, when I, they said, well, how do you consume books? I think that was a question like that on an yeah. interview. And I said, well, if I'm reading a book, I'm fully prepared to read the whole thing. But when I feel like I've got the nugget, whether it's the yeah. intended nugget or not. I'm like, okay, I got what I need from this book. Even if in the next two, four chapters, there's more, I got what I need and now I want to move on. And I think that's exactly what you describe with your podcast. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And that's exactly how I absorb books. I'm like, I got a few like really good chunks of wisdom and I feel like I can really move with it. Um, then I don't know if I get bored or what, but then it's like, yeah, there's like four chapters still that I haven't read, which I probably should. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, you know, let's get to the point. Let, you know, whether it's me talking to someone about mindset or talking to someone about Facebook ads, it's like, let's give them three or four juicy strategies that they could really like, you know, change the game in their business, move the needle, if you will. Um, and then for me, it was just, it, it's, I'm able to, really have a focused conversation with people and it just helps my time. And I just feel like it stands out a little bit more. It's a little bit different, right? Yeah. I want to, I want to come back and revisit podcasts, but I want to ask you about your business, smooth sailing business growth. Tell me like who is a, cause sometimes it changes as we've already discussed, but let's hone in. Who is a good prospective client for you? Yeah. And it's, and it's changed over the years. Right. And, and that's okay. So people out there who have a business don't feel that you have to be stuck in this one type of avatar or niche or whatever. Um, but for me, it's someone that is, whether they're a solopreneur, they have a couple of team members, you know, outsourced or not, and they just can't do everything. They can't do, you know, manage their clients, the accounting, the social media, running the back end of their podcast show. And meanwhile, like generate sales and network and, you know, do the videos and all the editing in the background. Like there's so many moving pieces these days with online marketing. So, you know, really you should focus on your clients to me and generating revenue. And it's like all that nitty gritty behind the scenes 
you're feeling overwhelmed. So why not outsource that to someone who knows how to publish it, create it and promote it and optimize it to the best it can be so that you can bring in more leads and attract more clients. So your the tagline, which is helping entrepreneurs attract and acquire more customers faster through powerful content marketing. What is content marketing? What exactly does that mean? To me, it's like all those juicy ideas that are in your head, all the knowledge, all your wisdom, all your experience. It's the output of it, right? So whether you're sharing that through a lead magnet, a video, a podcast show, a blog, however you're sharing it, that is content marketing. So typically most people think content marketing is just blogs, but it's like, that's the written and I love blogs, but there's also, you know, email marketing, you're delivering it in a different way. There's a video, there's a podcast show, there's social media, like quick, you know, pretty graphics or memes or whatever. So it's all those different ways of delivering your knowledge and your content. And the end goal, of course, is to A, get them on your e-list and to convert, get their attention, but then also convert them to a paying client. Right. And where do you think the biggest, what's the biggest pain point or hang up that your clients have? Because I used to say, I have no lack of ideas, but yeah. I used to lack the time to execute or the time to write or the time to, if I wrote it, it's like when I wrote my first few books, it was pointed out to me by some friends in a mastermind a few years later, Jim, writing a book is only half the job. You then have to promote the hell out of it. Yeah. You know, oh my God, I'm done. I'm done. I wrote the book. <laughs> oh my God. So what's the biggest pain point for most of your clients? I think one of them is feeling overwhelmed. Like there's so many different social media platforms. Should I focus on video? Should I show, focus on podcasts? It's like where to start and where to put your time and your investment. The other thing is they, it's just time, right? Like they may do a, you feel inspired and do a blog and share it. And then they only share it once or then they haven't done a, you know, a blog for a couple of months. So there's like, you lack the consistency. And the third piece is kind of like that technical know-how of implementing. It's, okay, I know how to write about blog. I may know how to put it in WordPress, but then what? It's like, do you know how to do the click to tweets? Do you know how to SEO it? Do you know how to create branded graphics? Do you know how to create copy that's going to be engaging and attract people? Do you know how to edit your video? You know, there's all that techie stuff in the background to implement it and optimize it and even analyze it after the fact, right? To make sure it's actually working. So a lot of people I find just don't have that, that know-how um, for the technical and implement, implementation end of things. And, you know, another question, and by the way, if I ever ask a question, because I ask questions because I'm so intrigued by my guests anyway, but if, if I ever dig into something too personal or behind the scenes, you, you can just either fake the answer or say none of your business. <laughs> I'm a pretty but, open book. Yeah. One of the things that I, I get asked a lot, and I know you do too, Lindsay, is where do you find good help? And I don't mean like, well, it could mean employees, VAs, whatever, but you've built an amazing team. I've built an amazing team of which you're part of. So, where do you find, as you continue to grow, how do you get good help? It's, um, I mean, there's so many different sources, right? Um, everyone knows about Upworks. Uh, I think it used to be called Elance and those types of places. Um, 
and I've gone there and then turned that person into, you know, tested them out with certain tasks and then brought them on board. Um, I've used, there's different sites like hire my mom, you hire your mom or something like that.com. So there are different sites where you go. I never heard of that one. Oh yeah. I've had really good luck with that one. Um, and they're like freelancer. I don't know. There's other sites like that. So that's a decent source. Um, and I definitely believe in going through like a rigorous, um, you know, interview and qualifying process. But honestly, I've had great referrals from other people networking, especially Facebook groups. Like, hey, do you know someone that knows how to do video editing? Um, and it kind of depends on what you're looking for, right? Like if you're looking for a little one-off, like someone to create a cover of an ebook, then you can go to Fiverr Easy Peasy. Um, if you're looking for just someone that edits audio or just edits video or like the same task right over and over and over again, that is really specific skill set, then yeah, you can go to Upworks. You can, you know, find someone that you know uh, or con through connections. But if you're looking for someone that's like on your team, that's like project managing or they're, you know, involved in all of your social media marketing strategy or whatever, then I find it best versus hiring one person is hiring a company kind of, you know, like, like me, right? We have a whole team. We're an expert in this, that, and the other. Um, and they're going to be your best advocate and you're going to be able to have your stuff done right and optimized and have that strategy so that it's the game plan is geared to you, not just cookie cutter. Gotcha. So we got about um, eight more minutes here. I want to switch back to podcast yeah. because I've asked you to come speak at Dream Business Academy San Diego, which is 26, 27th, 28th of September, which is exciting in San Diego, which I'm so I thrilled. That is our favorite place. It this is. is like the third time we're going to this, yeah. venue, which not only makes life easy, but I mean, it sits there on a beautiful marina. And I'm like, awesome. oh my God. I know. Um, so I've asked you to, of all the things that you could speak on, I've asked you to speak about how to leverage a podcast to increase your relationships, exposure, and get more conversions, which is something you've been able to do in your own business. Mm -hmm. But um, what did you say? Hmm, like, oh, that's a new topic. No, <laughs> like, I said, uh-huh, I was agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you scared me there. Oh, is that what I'm talking about? No, no. <laughs> so, Talk, give us a little bit of preview on, you know, podcasting and kind of the power of podcasting and not only being a guest, I guess, but more importantly, what it means to have your own podcast. For sure. And is podcasting, I think the first thing that people need to know is that it's a long-term game. I mean, there's so many people that start a podcast, they run it for a few months, and then they're like, oh, I don't have enough, I don't know, people on my e-list or the number of downloads, and they're freaking on the out. Third, on, the third episode, on the third episode, oh, nobody signed up for their big program, right? I know. I'm serious. Like, it took... it. Like, I'm not going to lie. It took me like a year for it to like build up. Right. And then to be known and even just the connections that you make. Um, and now it's like, I've gotten a ton of business um, from my podcast show and being guests on others. So it definitely works. It just takes some patience and consistency. The other thing is, is knowing what your goal is when you're starting a podcast. Some people have the goal of, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to get all these sponsors and make a crap ton of money. And it's like, it's just not realistic. Um, you know, A, it takes a while to kind of get that momentum going and you have to have like 
you have to be a big player and a lot of downloads in order to monetize it effectively and have that monetization plan. Um, so you kind of have to look about your goals. For me, it was sharing great content. I love, you know, when I started out, like, I just wanted to be a sponge, right? And soak up all this knowledge of different online marketing uh, strategies and tools and stuff like that. So I sort of feel like I want to pay it forward and share those tips for other entrepreneurs out there. So that was my main goal. And also to increase the exposure of my business. Cause obviously if you're, you know, you're interviewing someone, they're obviously going to share it with their friends and so on and so on. Um, so they were my two goals. What I found quite surprising was the relationships that I've built for the people that I've interviewed, the partnerships, the connections, and how that has actually helped move my business forward as well. So there's so many different ways that it can impact your business. Was that the biggest surprise to you? Is that what we call the green room chat, you know, before and or after the interview? how powerful those are. It is. And even just like staying in contact, like just because the, you interview the person, don't think it's over. Um, you know, stay in contact, share their blogs. I've had many where it's like, I think they're so cool. I'm like, I, you know, I want to connect with you more. I'll message them on, you know, Facebook. Hey, how's it going? I heard this, this, and this. Um, or I've, you know, had them back where it's like, I really love this blog of yours. Do you mind if I share it? And they're like loving it, right? They're like, really? Thanks. And for me, it's great content to share. I don't mind. Um, and also making other connections. I'm like, hey, you know, is it okay if I pass your name on to another podcaster that I know? I really loved your interview. Um, people really remember that. I send thank you cards and chocolate to the people that I interview. Um, little things that make you stand out and make you be remembered. And it's just showing those extra thoughtful steps. So therefore, I've been like, brought on to virtual summits and gift giveaways and some of them I'm like really good friends with and totally keep in touch and I think they're super cool people and they're on the other side of the world and I think that's totally cool I know do you do you I don't know if you get nervous anymore but if you used to get nervous were you more nervous about being a guest or interviewing somebody funnily enough um I was more nervous interviewing because I, yeah, I don't know why. Because you think, okay, the ball's in your court. Um, I mean, you know, I sucked for the first interviews where I was a guest and that's a given. It's going to happen. But I know my stuff, right? So I'm comfortable talking about my stuff and, you know, the strategies and like I get excited about that. So it's easier for me to yammer on about it. But when it comes to interviewing, I don't want to ask stupid questions. And then sometimes your mind goes blank and you're like, Okay, I was going to ask something and what was I going to ask? And you lose your train of thought and then you feel like a tool and then you're like, you know, that happens. That's <laughs> so, so was, funny. That's so funny you said your initial one sucked. You, you, I'm not going to name the person, but in one of our group um, mastermind calls, uh, this person is getting ready, launching a speaking career. He said, I got three big speaking gigs this summer. And he says, I want to make sure I don't mess them up. And I said, well, let me just let you off the hook. You're going to mess them oh, up. Oh, yeah, Totally. And it's okay yeah, because the next three will be better. <laughs> totally. That's like, I remember when you had me start the podcast, right? And videos, I thought I was going to vomit. I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. But I was like, I, I had to push you so hard I to know. do the videos. And now look at you. You're doing Facebook lives. You're, you're doing videos in your office daily or weekly, or I don't know how many times I'm always seeing you. 
I know it, it, you just have to do it anyways, honestly. And just like, you can delete the old ones if you really hate them that bad, but you, and, and for me, it's like, okay, I'm just, at least I'm sharing content. At least I'm sharing tips. Yeah. So even if they think I look dorky, even if I step on my words, um, I'm sharing good information. So I just focus on that. <laughs> <laughs> so Lindsay, um, so you're going to be talking about podcasting yeah. and, and how to get, you know, leverage and, 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 get more conversions, et cetera. So that's pretty exciting. Um, how can people connect with you in the meantime before they come to meet you in San Diego? For sure. If they head to smoothbusinessgrowth.com, um, there's even a great social media roadmap uh, that's free on the homepage there. And uh, yeah, they can check out, of course, my blogs and my podcast show and, and um, take some great tips from it. That really is a cool thing. I did check that out. Um, Cause a lot of people have, Oh, get our free this. And it turns out to be like a half a page PDF. This is really a lot of good information. Mm -hmm. You know, it's cool really template. a good, it's a good roadmap. It's a template. So it's a, which I believe and endorse. If you're going to give anything in exchange for a name and an email, you better give something of value. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. Um, I can't thank you enough for, uh, I know you're so busy. Thank you for saying yes to this. Thanks for coming out to, Dream Business Academy. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be so cool. Can't wait to see you. Yeah, I'm totally pumped. All right, Lindsay. Thanks again. Thanks, JP. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with the awesome Lindsay Phillips from Smooth Business Growth. You can meet her, get her autograph, get a picture, I'm sure. We'll make her turn red if you ask her <laughs> at Dream Business Academy. That is September 26th, 27th, and 28th in beautiful San Diego. If we're not yet connected at my free Facebook group, Build Your Dream Business Now, you can fix that grave error at dreambizgroup.com dreambizgroup.com. Until next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, and you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.